Hey there, and welcome to another quickie straight to the hormones episode on Hormonally Speaking. Glad that you're here as always. So what I wanted to share with you today is about hormone testing. So this is something that I get a lot of DMs and emails about because hormone testing is not as simple as you may think. You can't just go in any day of the month if you are a cycling person and actually get true reading on your hormones. So if you're in menopause, it's a different story. You can actually go any day of the month and see what's happening. But if you are a cycling woman and person, then you absolutely need to know where you are in your cycle. And yes, this can be complicated in perimenopause, especially the second half of perimenopause. But there's good ways to at least uh, determine if you are ovulating or not, which is the most important thing to do when you're getting ready to test your hormones is to know if you're ovulating. Because as a reminder, in case you didn't know, you have to ovulate in order to produce progesterone, right? So our two big impactful hormones are estrogen and progesterone when it comes to our menstrual cycle. FSH and LH are also very important. They're the ones happening in the brain the signals from the brain to the ovaries. What's happening in the ovaries is our estrogen and progesterone. And yes, testosterone and DHEA, but those don't have as big an impact on your actual cycle, right? So we are only having progesterone be produced if you ovulate. So that means in a perfect world, you ovulate on day 14 of a 28-day cycle. That's not happening for a good majority of us, right? But if you ovulate on day 14, then you need to test your progesterone and your estrogen five to seven days later. And the reason that that is the case is because our progesterone peaks during that time period. And we want to see what your highest level of progesterone is because it does this bell curve essentially from ovulation to your period. So it goes up and kind of curves at the top and then drops down before your period starts. So we want to know that highest point, which again happens five to seven days post ovulation. How do you know that you ovulated? Well, there's several ways. One of my favorite is basal body temperature that is going to um, tell you when your temperature jumps up that you ovulated the day before. Also cervical mucus tracking that. And then thirdly, your cervix actually moves forward when you have ovulator or you're getting ready to ovulate. So these are all signs. There's also technology, of course, right now that can tell you if you've ovulated. Um, LH strips can be helpful, although if you have an issue with your brain and the pituitary in the brain, then that LH can actually be high um, consistently. And particularly in perimenopausal years, it can be harder. Um, your brain will kind of keep signaling out that LH because it's trying to have you ovulate and you're, you don't have enough juice essentially to ovulate at that point. So there are some, you know, times that LH strips aren't really as helpful, but it is another tool. And, um, yeah, this is when you're going to want to test your estrogen and progesterone. So we can see the ratio between your estrogen and progesterone, because we want your progesterone to be higher than your estrogen at this time of the month. If it's not, this is where a lot of the major issues like PMS, uh, PMDD, uh, heavy bleeding, you know, on and on, all the bad cramps during your period, all of that comes down to 
is your estrogen higher than your progesterone during that time of the month? So that's the number one important thing is to test on that day, uh, five to seven days post ovulation. So in a perfect world, that's day 19 to 21 of your cycle. But remember, you could be ovulating on day 12, or you could be ovulating on day 16. So that's why you want to track. So you're going to go five to seven days past that. The other time of the month to test your hormones are, um, is day three of your cycle. So this is when it's a good opportunity to test your estrogen and your FSH and LH. So remember I talked about FSH and LH are these hormones happening from your brain, the hypothalamus and pituitary telling your ovaries to do the thing, right? To produce estrogen essentially in that first half of your cycle. So day three, this means day three of your period. Day three of your period is the same thing as day three of your cycle. And when you test estrogen and FSH and LH at that time, then A, you're going to see how your FSH is doing. That is a really important thing to know in terms of, you know, sort of stimulating the follicle that is going to become the egg that you ovulate with. And it should be, you know, not too high not too low. It needs to be just right. Essentially the higher F your FSH is, especially as you're in perimenopause is a, an indication that you're getting closer to menopause. Your estrogen should be at a certain level too. You should have some, but not too much. And so if you do have too much on that day three, that can also be, you know, a, a, a consideration in terms of having too much estrogen actually to get the ovulation process happening. So these are some of the important things when it comes to hormone testing. That's just kind of touching the surface, uh, scratching the surface of what is important when it comes to hormone testing. But yeah, it's, if you go test on, you know, say day 11 of your cycle it's going to tell you a whole lot of nothing, right? You're not going to have any progesterone. And so if your doctor doesn't know and understand that it's day 11 of your cycle, they're going to think, oh my God, you have no progesterone. No, you shouldn't have progesterone on day 11 because you haven't ovulated yet. So we're going to talk so much more about this and the different optimal ranges of where your uh, hormone should be depending on where you are in your cycle on that day three or five to seven days post ovulation. We're going to talk about that in my intro to hormones course, and it starts next Monday, March 6th. And that is actually going to be in week four that we talk about learn the basics of hormone testing. And it's going to give you everything that you need to know in order to march right into your doctor's office and say, this is when I need to test my hormones. This is what it should be in terms of the results. So you can kind of push those reference ranges to the side and know what optimal ranges are. So helpful, very, very helpful in this process. And the earlier that you can test your hormones, in terms of age, the better, because then you have a baseline of what is right for your body. So you start to notice when things are going off baseline, where you are in the process of going into perimenopause and what needs to be done to support your body. So that is it for today about why it's so important to test your hormones on certain days. And I can't wait to share more with you in my intro to hormones course. So just head to my website, christinegarvin.com. You can find the link to sign up there. We still have the um, availability, I think, for two more people to sign up at the $50 off rate would 
code hormones 101 at checkout. So be one of those people, get your $50 off and I will see you in the course.